Good morning, America. Good evening, Vietnam. <laughs> good evening, Vietnam. I've never seen Good Morning Vietnam, actually. Is that what it's called? Good Morning Vietnam, yeah. Okay. What did you think it was called? Good Evening Vietnam? I, no, I thought I had like one. Of, I thought that was just a line from the movie. I'm I pretty, had no idea what it was called. I'm pretty sure it's called Good Morning Vietnam. Good Morning Breakfasters. Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah. Now, I I want that I want to discuss this because I, should it be like breakfast with your friends or should it be breakfasts with your friend like attorneys general? Hmm. Wait, should what be? Or the name of our podcast. If there were more than one of them? Yeah. It would be breakfasts with your friends, I think. I I feel like it should be breakfasts with your friend. If there's more than one, then you only have one friend. Hmm. Maybe. I I, I don't have any friends, so this is all made up. Breakfast with your air quote friends, <laughs> air quote, <laughs> which is your imaginary friends, or it's like your dolls that you're having a tea ceremony with. Yeah. <laughs> Stay up late to make invisible tea. Speaking of dolls, I was just at my parents' house going through like stuffed animals from my childhood that my parents were trying to throw out and, and keeping ones that were like sentimental. You had a pantsless Paddington. Yeah, well, that's just like redundant. <laughs> All pa- Paddington never wore any pants. Paddington didn't need any pants because he's just a stuffed bear. Paddington knew who he was. Paddington is just a bear. There's no like genitalia involved, but he. Still had a raincoat. He had a raincoat because he's adorable. I got rid of Paddington, though. I didn't keep him. Oh, that's a shame. I kept this, like, storky bear that... I I kept things that I remember, like, playing with. So I remember being, like, very young and having storky bear. Um, I had cloth diapers because my parents were, like, early Did adopters. You keep the cloth diapers? No, I don't think there's any cloth diapers. My parents were early adopters of a lot of things that are popular now. They were, like... Th- 30 or 40 years ahead of their time for like um kind of trendy like quasi woke ish bourgeois uh well it people. turns out like diapers wind up like a single child makes like a tiny landfall fill full of diapers yes so they had cloth diapers for me and if you clipped enough of the coupons or the little proofs of purchase and you sent away um, to the company, you could receive one Storky Bear. All right, so you, <laughs> this was bear. a diaper bear. Yes, and the bear itself is wearing a cloth diaper. Ah. So I kept Storky Bear. I kept um, some really wrecked um, puppets, um, Fozzie Bear and Kermit. You, like, you have a Kermit. I have a Kermit puppet. The puppet's like wrecked and smushed, but um, I used to play puppets with my dad like every day before before bed i know brian's like gonna cry it was, it's it so was adorable nice. i know it was i guess you can call my dad a lot of things but you can't call him a deadbeat dad <laughs> because he wasn't a deadbeat dad kermit on the other hand is just an asshole kermit yeah was a terrible father to me he paid zero child support <laughs> even worse was fozzy bear did we welcome people to the show uh, we talked about breakfasts and breakfast oh. and friends. Welcome to Breakfast with Your Friends, episode 41. Yes. I, I, I'm saying that now because we had to redo this opening for reasons and Connie got to say it, so I stole it from her. It was because I kind of insulted somebody that we thought we might actually want to have on the show, but somebody <laughs> that we don't even know, so they may never come on. But right. they might, because you never know what can happen with this podcast it may very well become famous it's not even really an insult it was just like a an observation that yeah. was not charitable but was also true so let's talk about the cool like someone who's endeared me been endeared to me who endeared themselves to you yes oh well they didn't do it not intentionally i guess i did it on behalf of them to me <laughs> you had power of attorney yeah <laughs> and you used it for vis-a-vis that. watching the television show this person is on um we have been watching uh skin wars uh season one and there is the epitome of an anime man on there yeah 
Let's tell them what Skin Wars is, though. Yeah. Okay. So Skin Wars. Uh, you can place your bets now, ladies and gentlemen. But Skin Wars is a body painting reality show. Mm-hmm. It's good. <clears throat> it's um, so good. It's interesting because it's not. It's actually not very trashy. There's a little bit of drama, but not really. The people aren't overly um, competitive. I mean, they are competitive, and there's one guy who's a little bit of a dick. Well, there's a few guys that are a little bit of a dick, but one one in particular. Yeah. who is trying to stir up some emotions. Yeah, we won't we won't spoil anything yeah. for you. But when you look at your, most of your reality shows and you compare that to this one, this one's very low drama, but the people are pretty interesting. Oh, and the artwork is just fantastic. It is really good, yeah. Like being able to see the work that gets done on there is like, wow, I wanted this this is a skill I don't have. Yeah. Although you could try. I've never tried to body paint anyone. I've like face painted children. I don't think it went that well. I can't normal paint, so I have my, my suspicions that body painting is harder than that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it might. The paint might go on the body easier than some canvases because the body is more slippery than sure. canvas. Yeah, but um, but I can't draw a circle, so it's gonna translate unless like the topology of the body works out such that like. You could body it paint. just makes it look like a masterpiece. You body paint like abstract stuff, a lot of blending and stuff like that. That I could do. Yeah, I guess well, maybe it'd work out. Maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll quit my job that I don't have and become a body painter. <laughs> like, you can't fire me. I quit the job I don't have. I'm just talking to myself at this point. <laughs> Get away from me, mirror. Yeah, mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a guy on there, and his name is Gear, and he is a specimen. He's awesome. I first saw him and I was like, yes. And Brian was like, oh my God, I don't like him. But then Brian immediately liked him five minutes later. I, he's just so much. Like, this is a man. You've, I'm sure you've met someone like this before whose energy is always at nine. He puts a lot of effort into his appearance and his appearance is awesome. But it's like so over the top. It's like I said earlier, it's peak anime. Yeah, it is. He's like his Twitter account. Like I don't know if he knows it, but he just looks like Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. When you showed me the picture of Cloud, I was like, "That's exactly what he looks like: hair, clothes, and all. Like, like everything. Everything. Like and the sides of his head are kind of shaved, and they're um, dyed in a leopard print." And then God, the top is long awesome. and it's styled like anime style. And then he's wearing like combat boots most of the time and like interesting shirts with like layered scarves. He's really fashionable. He's really fashionable. Like he definitely, it's, it, it's certainly not orthodox fashion. Right. But he's got it. Right. He's always extremely upbeat and always making a lot of sounds that are like cartoonish like kapow. one kapow like one of the women was like there's a little bit of a language barrier between <laughs> us like he's making a lot of like pew, pew, pow, pow. yeah and he like he just um, keeps doing it yeah <laughs> he's amazing oh 100 percent. we do want to have gear on the show i would love to have gear on the show yeah if anyone knows him or if you are gear. <laughs> if anyone knows or is gear. <laughs> like, please look us up. H-M-U. H-U-U. Hit us up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that is right. I had to, I had no idea what you were saying. Yeah. Speaking of language barriers. <laughs> Hit us up. There's other good contestants on there, too. Um, but he's the probably the best of them, I would say. As far as just, like, overall, like, personhood and style. Yeah, like he like. I love his can do at like I don't want to call it a can do attitude, but that's what I'm calling it. Yeah, I, there's like a certain like you need to have someone like that in your life if you can get away with it because that person will make every day better. Yeah, he should be our friend. <laughs> if we like just if we did Zoom with him in the morning, he would be very like encouraging he'd be like you're gonna kill it and you know well well, that's just it imagine how much better your day would be Mm -hmm. i was gonna say waking up to gear (laughs) (laughs) like after sleeping with him waking up next to him (laughs) i'm not like sexually attracted to gear i just think he looks awesome 
No, yeah, he looks awesome. He behaves awesomely. Yeah, I want him to do my, to cut my hair. My God, I want, right? I want his haircut. But like a lot of times, hairdressers don't give me edgy haircuts because they ask me how much I style it and I say I don't and they're like well whatever we're not gonna even bother but I'm like but it could still look good like if I had Gears haircut um well, you, you it should would still just, look good you should just say a, a lot yeah I'll like, say like I style it for three hours a day like well I mean commit like commit to something that you're willing to do yeah otherwise it's gonna look like poop pooperkins I don't know I don't think my hair would look any more pooperkins than it looks at the moment it, you'd be surprised yeah. Would be, actually, you should let me cut your hair. Then we'll then oh. we can talk. <laughs> the joke is he doesn't cut hair. The joke is that I like I'll try my hardest to make it look good. I used to cut my own hair for years, and based on me cutting my own hair and it actually looking fine, you know, I was in college, so it could look a little crazy, but it, I think it looked okay. A few people have had me cut their hair. And they didn't like the outcome. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were like a little upset. You, as I tried. You uh, shaved the back of my neck. I did. <laughs> and it, I did count? it. I did it well. Yeah. It doesn't count, but but I did it pretty well. I think it counts. Now it grew back in, though. Now your neck's fuzzy again. It is not. It's. I mean, <laughs> okay, I'm looking maybe at it. it. Is. You just touched it, and it, you rubbed your hand over fuzz. I could shave it again if you it's want. It's gentle fuzz compared to what it could be. Right. I still haven't, I, like, have not had a haircut since, like, December. Right. Of last year. And it's December now. Yeah. So, one year. I'm starting to get, I have to, I have a tiny ponytail now. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I haven't had one of them in, since, like, 2009. You had really long hair in the past, like, down to your waist. Yes. I had the hair. Mm-hmm. You were, like, Crystal Gale. Con- sure. Country singer who had, like, hair down to her, like ankles i think oh i remember her yeah 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 i think i was attracted to her as a child <laughs> she she can't say the same about you well she's <laughs> i would hope she's not. like i'm not attracted to that child but that child with very long hair like mine well i didn't have long hair as a child yeah i don't know much what she looks like <laughs> i just i remember i had really long hair in like fifth grade down to my waist and i thought it was cool that she had really long hair too, but then I cut it the next year and I forgot about her long hair. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I also don't like country. Because fuck the police. I just don't like country. Yeah. I went through a phase of liking country. It, yeah, you said that you dated somebody who liked country, but then you it, made fun of her. That must it, it, that must not have been the phase that you liked it during. <laughs> I liked it as a kid, and then I liked it briefly while dating her. And then you were like, I, I don't like you, and I don't like country. Yeah, it's like... You said she broke up because you made fun of her music all the time. I'm sure there was a better reason than that. (laughs) Well, that's a good reason. If someone's always making fun of you. (laughs) I'm sure I was just an asshole. (laughs) She's like, and another thing. You're an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) But I... Like, country to me is... I, I don't... The genre doesn't bother me so much. It's... Like, the trope in the music theory is always, like, the bass line is always, like, bum, 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 or something like that. And now country music has just taken on, like, 80s alt rock, basically. Mm-hmm. Or, like, folk rock is all it sounds like. Basically, all all of it sounds like Nickelback now, and I don't care. Yeah. If in a genre is Nickelback... It's not a great genre, I would say, for myself. It feels to me like country is always, like, a different time. It's like everyone who's 40 reminiscing about when they were 15. That's and that's country. country. Right, right. It's a little ditty about Jack and Diane yeah, growing up in the heartland. Like, that's... Well, I mean, like, Johnny Cash was rock back in the day, and he's very much country now. Johnny Cash was different because his wasn't... Um, like obnoxious sounding you know what i mean like it didn't have all the like the modern obnoxious country elements right but i mean like it was considered rock back in the day it just got absorbed into like Mm -hmm. the culture shifted and it became country in retrospect Mm -hmm. 
It's like Elvis doesn't sound like rock today. I think where a country went the way I don't like it musically was when it kind of went the way culturally of like big trucks. You know, people who are like oh, enamored yeah. of like a truck. And like, yeah, it was at the same time that like, like it got ultra patriotic with yeah. 9-11. Yeah. 9-11 ruined country music. It really did. It, I, I, it took a, I mean, there are still musicians out there that are like, I guess have integrity in the scene, but like a lot of the jingoistic nonsense that came out of the early 2000s was in the country scene. I hate jingoistic nonsense so much, whether it's country or otherwise. <laughs> whether it's country or football. <laughs> I don't know if football's jingoistic, necessarily. I don't like football that much, but I don't really have too much strong opinions of it. Tell that to Noam Chomsky. He, <laughs> there's a video online of him going on for like half an hour railing about football. I'm not going to say Noam Chomsky is wrong, but I would also say Noam Chomsky, it can get so much worse than football. <laughs> it's also Noam Chomsky. The guy, like, he's not wrong, but he need, he could dial it back, maybe. I can see how football is, like, a violent sport. And I can see how, in general sports, people are, like, have these allegiances to the teams as outlets. that can And those it sort of can be an outlet, but it can also be priming them to have those same team in-group, out-group attitudes t- towards nation-states and then, you know, go into wars and this and that. But at the same time, I mean, it can get, like I said, it can get so much worse in football. Yeah. And I, th- well, I think this came out about the same time as the Cap- Colin Kaepernick issue. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Which was a, very much a, like, oh, there's a dissident in football. We need to get rid of him. Right, right. They're like, I can't understand why you don't just, like cheer for the country or why do you have to like make a political statement it's like because because racism yeah right <laughs> what are you talking about well that's one way, that's the more blunt way of putting it i was gonna say not making a statement is also making a statement right you can't be neutral on a moving train yeah which i think that was howard's in but um <laughs> i was gonna say system of a down <laughs> <laughs> did they say that yeah, yeah. Oh, okay oh they're very much like politically active um what was he gonna say oh i have always had like a visceral reaction against displays of patriotism even though it's not to say i don't like the country i mean i'm i'm chained to this country i do <laughs> wish us fine. well like i'm chained to this country like my my the lot in my life like my lot in life is intimately uh linked to this country the only one that i can be in legally well i can travel but like you know to live in sure so i and there's a lot of things about the country that are great however i always hate standing up and pledging allegiance or or standing up for like an anthem i'm like i hate this shit like it's fucking sad like i went to public school briefly like off and on that's where they do all the pledge of allegiance and that, that oh, i remember yeah i know but <laughs> I mean, everyone remembers <laughs> everyone listening remembers every day you elitist well i remember too because <laughs> i went there and that was one of the things i hated about I and mean, that's not why i didn't go there but that i remember hating that every day and like i think i would stand do we have to stand up for that yes i think i stood up but i don't think i said it Put i would your like right move, hand over your heart yeah i'd like move my lips a little bit like i think i didn't like the the reference to god um but i also just didn't like the whole thing of like we all stand up and like zombies recite something to like a flag i just the whole thing oh yeah and it worked on a bunch of kids too it just felt soul crushing the thing that i like i like to take an opinion this is maybe a little bit of a cynic in me but you know in the feudalist sense we are tied to this land yeah so you know I guess what's different from feudalism is that we do have some rights, responsibility, and right to improve it. Yeah, it's not to say that I hate America. It's to say I don't like. I, don't, I just don't like the people who run it. I don't like participating in like brainwashing, patriotic brainwashing activities. You shouldn't need it. Right. If America's so great, why do I have to stand up and like? conform to like social pressure and like mutter some like pledge 
Yeah, it's definitely like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, why do you have to, if America's so great, why do you have to indoctrinate me to love it? Right. Like, just, it's so stupid. If, <laughs> if America's so great, why do we have NCIS? <laughs> the show? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't that part of what makes it great? Ice-T? Uh, uh, fair. Oh, is he on it? No, no he's on that's SVU. SV, that's Law and Order. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I got my shows that i don't watch confused uh, this because there's like 50 of these like police worship shows my parents used to watch ncis and also a boss of mine and, and some of my coworkers, and they they sometimes said that i was like ziva <laughs> is that true i don't think so i don't know she's don't... the like israeli like badass one I, i'm not an israeli badass but maybe because i like that's something an israeli badass would say well, I'm just a yes. I was in the um, Israeli army, and I can kill you with Krav Maga. Well, anyone from Israel was in the Israeli army, right? So there you go. So it's nothing special there, chap. Yeah, fine, but I still know Krav Maga. That's <laughs> so I can kill you with my finger. That, is that how crap is that what crap is is that like the martial art of fingers it's the art of pressing your finger into somebody's ear and killing them instantly <laughs> i'm just imagining your finger in the shape of like a like you know a like gun. finger guns yeah and then bullet Bow. and then bullets go through krav maga is the art of cr- making your hand into a gun using your mind and then shooting people now you're thinking in anime I was in the anime Israeli army. I was in the Israeli enemy army. Gear has gotten gotten to you, I think. Gear's inserted himself into my brain. That's and <laughs> is the gear turning? Yeah. Oh, the gears are in my brain turning, and I'm. I, I want to wear a cape and combat boots, just like <laughs> I did when I was in the Israeli army. That's- shooting bullets with your fingers they're like you're the first like non-jewish non-israeli in the israeli army ever (laughs) i'm like thank you (laughs) i did it ma i'm a trailblazer (laughs) shattering that glass ceiling yeah israel was very exclusive they only wanted israeli nationals in their army it turns out yeah until me they couldn't they couldn't resist they couldn't resist because I had such a good reputation from the U.S. Army when I was oh, in. Oh, yeah. I forgot that you rose to the rank of general at the tender age of 14. I was the youngest general. Yeah. The secret general. Mm-hmm. I was... Um, what, were, what wars were we in when I was 14? What wars were we in in the... You were mi- in, in... the late... The, mid to late 90s. The Kosovo. Okay. Yes, I killed Slobodan Milosevic. Yeah. With my finger gun. Yeah, and that's... That's why the Israeli army drafted me after that. Yeah, they saw you there. They were like, oh, finger guns. That's awesome. Yeah. We need that. Cause sometimes, we just thought that made you look cool. We didn't know you could kill people with it. Because sometimes Israeli army soldiers are ambushed and they don't have time to grab their guns. <laughs> and all they can do is pull their hands up and shoot their finger guns. It's really like you really throw the enemy off guard because they start laughing and then you shoot them dead. Right. And they die happy though. <laughs> they die with a smile on their yeah. face. So it's really like win-win. Yeah. Right. You're making the world such a better place. It's like the new wars. The wars where everyone's happy. Even though half the people die. That's <laughs> what laughing gas really is. Yeah. Oh my god, there's this show, it was called Radioland Murders, I think. Not show, movie, that I watched when I was, like, in the 90s, it was in the 90s, I was a kid, and we got it, like, my family would rent a movie every Saturday night, and I'd always, as I said on the show before, I'd always push for Adam's Family, but sometimes we didn't watch Adam's Family every week. That's unfortunate. And so it was, like, I think it's called Radioland Murders, and spoiler, no one's ever gonna see this, there was one are you spoiling a movie from the 90s yes that is also very obscure there's a um murder there's basically it's one of those where like many of the people end up getting murdered until it's solved you know so it's like people dropping like flies it's like a lot yeah a clue a locked room mystery and then there were none you know i get the christie type thing sure um and these two people are locked in a room and someone slips like a nitrous oxide uh 
like tube under the door and fills it up and they nice. like laughing gas and they like are like laughing hysterically but then they die <laughs> <laughs> that's what it made me think of oh, okay yeah that, that makes sense i don't know if that's really happens when you die of nitrous oxide i think you might laugh in the beginning and then you probably like start passing out and yeah. then you die i don't think you're actually like laughing hysterically and then you immediately die but <laughs> On the, uh, well it's good for comedic effect yeah exactly because there's nothing inherently funnier than laughing until you die right sometimes when i laugh so hard that i lost control i do wonder if i am gonna die i'm worried about it like yeah. there have been times where it's like i need to come up for air but right. I, I i'm actually drowning in laughter yeah nitrous oxide not being involved but you're just laughing so hard and you're like am i gonna i'm gonna cry pee myself and then die <laughs> erect <laughs> well i wasn't thinking that but <laughs> <laughs> wait you don't get hard when you find something funny um i think we have different experiences i'm not gonna yuck your yum <laughs> but i'm just saying all right i should maybe i should get that checked out yeah Oh, this might be that blood pressure thing they tell you about on the advertisements. What blood pressure thing? Oh, like Viagra. If you experience an unsafe drop in blood pressure, consult a doctor. Oh. Or you might cons. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, if you have you take Viagra and your blood pressure is crashing. Well, it does. It does lower your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Because it's blood pressure medicine, essentially. It's a special kind of blood pressure medicine because there's a lot of other blood pressure medicine that doesn't cause that. <laughs> you know? it, look, it's just win-win. <laughs> just win-win. I think if you're needing blood pressure medicine, you should probably take something that you can be on more consistently. You know, like if you need to take it like every day. The so the horniest that, man alive. Yeah, because you're also not supposed to be on Viagra for like that long, right? Right. Cons- like at a clip you can take it like for years but you're not supposed to be on it constantly right <laughs> just popping bagger every six hours <laughs> i lead a very active social life <laughs> no you're just like alone you're just like i just need to keep my blood pressure down and they're like you know we also have other st- things like statins for that or that's cholesterol i don't know it but- makes me wonder if anyone has ever taken viagra to masturbate probably why I- would why not i would imagine yeah well, I guess there's no way for us to know. Let me know if you have. <laughs> yeah. And what, where will you guys go from there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me know how it went. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. We're going to get a very weird audience on this show, aren't we? <laughs> I think we're cultivating one. That's... Yeah. We're, we're, the energy we're putting out is weird. <laughs> 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 we might get some some Viagra masturbation energy back well I guess I can't say we didn't ask for it we did ask well for you it. didn't I did yeah so I'm sure that people have I don't see why they wouldn't have I mean whatever sorry not sorry yeah hey yeah. you do you if you do nitrous oxide though <laughs> that's the point of masturbation be careful because sometimes people die doing nitrous oxide like the guy um was tony i don't know how to pronounce the last name hesea the guy who he was a zappo ceo who died recently oh i i I, i'm unaware yeah he he actually died of smoke inhalation but he was in like a house and they caught on fire but he somehow either he like locked himself or got locked into like a closet or something like that and didn't leave the house because he was like doing crazy amounts of nitrous and other drugs so he's probably like unconscious or something oh geez it's pretty yeah it's sad he was in his 40s but he's just spiraling so nitrous is okay in small doses but not large doses i would avoid it altogether i guess but i'm a prude also yeah i mean you're not really a prude you're just not you just don't tango with the nitrous fixing i'm a prude that talks about viagra masturbation your interests are more in the viagra masturbation realm versus the nitrous oxide experimentation realm yeah which is fine i i i draw firm limits <laughs> yeah the drugs that are off limits heroin nitrous mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that's a K2. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that is. Is I that ketamine? I think it's, no, I think it's one of the um, synthetic drugs you would get at a gas station or online. Oh, one of those like fake weeds. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. It's like, did you think that weed kind of made you go crazy sometimes? Here, well, ha- have something that sends you into the past for two hours. Here's some that will make you go crazy 80% of the time. <laughs> Boy, howdy. I did one of those once. I don't know if I've talked about this on the on the show. You did a synthetic weed? Yeah. I don't think you have because I don't remember hearing the story at all. I I took a synthetic weed and... Um, you smoke it? Yeah, yeah. Smoked it. Did you know it was synthetic? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, alcohol lowers your inhibitions. <laughs> You're like, why not? Yep. So I did that dumb thing and I'm glad I don't do it anymore i went i kind of had a meltdown like a dissociative event Mm -hmm. um and then i saw the the color red white pink no red white um (laughs) (laughs) was it plaid no it was red white i I don't know how else it was red and white at the same time i'm gonna take a hit of k2 and then i'll understand what you're talking about um and then i woke up and i was four years old again and i was at a strawberry patch that we'd went to as when i was a child was it pleasant it was literally just i was just reliving a memory that i'd had was it a good memory though yeah it was okay Mm -hmm. it wasn't bad i just remember like the taste of dust in the air wow from like a car picking it up oh wow very vivid and there was a like the kid that we were with was like peeing behind the car <laughs> and like i like all the smells were still there and everything it was fucking wild the smell of strawberries dust and urine yeah wow that's crazy and like my dad's like blue like weird blue station wagon mm-hmm. it, like it was fucking nuts how vivid that was it was like i was reliving it entirely and you probably hadn't like remembered that memory no i forgot all about it yeah that's crazy um and then i asked my parents about it and they're like yeah that sums it up um and then but i got off lucky my friends who were doing that um one when i finally came down and back to reality one was like curled up in a ball whimpering in the corner oh my god and you're like i was at a strawberry patch yeah what's what's wrong with you (laughs) they went to a worse memory they or went to a fake memory that their brain created to terrify them yeah pretty much when you say at the beginning that you had the dissociative event what was that like what does that consist of? Well, that culminated in me seeing colors that don't exist, but it was also like I just stopped being a part of who I was. Mm-hmm. Like I stopped existing for a little while. What did you experience? Uh, did you see yourself from outside of you? Uh, no, not not exactly. It, it wasn't like there was a camera above me or anything. Mm-hmm. It was more like um, I was a witness to my own experiences like i was experiencing things and also like like it was my consciousness that was observing that was a separate thing from the body doing it interesting was it upsetting um yeah that was a pretty rough experience the whole thing yeah Yeah. i that was about as bad as salvia in Mm. terms of like i'm going to sleep for a couple days now to recuperate how long did it all last that one the the K2. the synthetic lasted for presumably a couple hours. Wow. Um Sylvia lasted for like ten minutes, but that was fucking way more intense. My brain does not want me to hallucinate. I think I think I'm gonna listen to it. Because the times I tried to do hallucinogens, it didn't work, including Sylvia. My yeah. brain doesn't want me to. Yeah, my well, brain is desperately like if you hallucinate you're gonna go completely off the deep end for, and be like never redeemed so just stop and I'm like I'll stop trying It it's just like it's a difficult thing to do and you know listeners like you know, always know yourself right like don't 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 take a hallucinogen unless it's something that you're like absolutely ready because as you can hear from what I just said your your mileage may vary 
I think it's generally um, regarded as bad to do like those synthetic drugs. Oh, they're horrid for you. Yeah, the K two and the and all those things. I think, despite them being like sort of legal sometimes when they change the each, with each iteration of the molecular structure before it gets banned like i think they're they're not regulated yeah. and they're well they potential. break down into different components yeah they're unpredictable you're yeah. buying them from a gas station yes but don't that shouldn't inspire necessarily more confidence i mean i guess you could assume that they don't have like you don't... fentanyl in them but they probably could make you go crazy yeah but it's like you don't buy the gas station tuna sandwich either you know right. or the gas station kratom yeah or the fucking kratom or like you don't buy things from the gas station unless you, like there's always a story involved you can buy like cashews and like beef jerky and milk and cigarettes and gas and chewing gum from the gas station but don't buy like drugs don't buy drugs from the gas station It's like you could even say that about tobacco. Like, why? Like, go smoke a good cigarette. Jesus Christ. Well, gas stations sell your normal cigarettes you're going to get from other places. I'm right? just being pretentious. Yeah. They're like, if you go to, like, a tobacconist, they have, like, the good stuff there. Go to, like, Smoker's Choice. I don't know. I, I'm not, Yeah, I guess Smoker's Choice would have the good ones sometimes. Mm-hmm. I but remember... Like Nat Sherman's are damn good cigarettes. I remember the period of time when you were vaping. Ugh. And we were constantly going to Smoker's Choices in different plazas because the vape thing that you got kept breaking. It kept... (laughs) That was the shittiest experience. It just kept leaking constantly. Like all over the place. I don't know what was going... Like maybe I was drawing on it too hard or something is my guess. Mm -hmm. You're like... Well, you know, <laughs> sucking that sweet, sweet nicotine. I was very addicted to nicotine. I'm eight months now, free of it. Yeah. No, uh, ten months. It was February that you stopped, and it's December now. So that's, that's ten. That's ten. Look at that. It's Fucking almost a year. Wild. Coming up on a year. Not too bad. So Not we haven't too bad. We haven't gone to a gas station for cigarettes or to a smoker's choice and quite a long time it's been a while mm-hmm. i'm i don't miss it right we weren't sure if your parents ended up quitting or not we have to check in on them yeah they've definitely like i know my father's like he's still smoking a little mm-hmm. a little bit of here a little bit there like it he's had between like two and five cigarettes a day yeah and i have a feeling it's going to start like creeping back up because he keeps making concessions but you know he's gone a week of like getting used to less so i'm hoping there's a long-term benefit to that i would prefer that he quit outright yeah that's that's hard though for sure didn't you get addicted to cigarettes so that you could quit and show them it could be done yeah and eventually you did i did i i was also interested in the mechanics of addiction because like again do as I say, not as I do, please, dear listeners. Um, don't fucking start smoking if you're curious about what addiction is like. Don't cultivate an addiction of any sort just to know what addiction's like. Because here's a spoiler alert: it's not good. It that <laughs> it's was not good. That was up in the top five dumbest things I did, and I just told you about my synthetic marijuana experience. <laughs> well, that was also quicker. It's kind of like all's well that ends well with K2. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas your cigarettes kind of took you down a five-year. A five, six-year. Six, I forget. Five, it was 2014. Year. And didn't we, ca- how, we calculate how much money it was? It was like $20,000 or something like, like that. A, my student loans. Your entire, you, you could buy an entire car. Yeah. With your cigarette money. No, that was... Uh, you smoked a whole car. <laughs> I smoked a vehicle. <laughs> I, I just put my mouth around the exhaust pipe and inhaled until that car disappeared. Yep. Um, Yum. But no, I I was interested in what it was like being addicted. It turns out withdrawal just kind of triggers the same thing in your brain that triggers when you haven't eaten in several days. Yes. 
your body um part of the addiction is your body telling you that you have to take that substance or do that behavior or else you will die yeah. it's a survival you are currently starving right. according to your brain right. um and you need this and like your body becomes convinced that if you don't have it you're going to die right right i think that's well it yeah. could be a function of several neurotransmitters but dopamine is one of them where it it tells you like that not having it is like a survival issue i wonder if it's serotonin because it doesn't that doesn't your stomach re- release serotonin after you've eaten um maybe that could be it could play into it um i don't know how it is for you with cigarettes but i don't think it's that when you're craving something you always experience physical hunger yeah no it's it, it is not physical like it's not hunger. like it's physical but it's not physical hunger it's it's more like your body's like your brain's like you have to do this yeah. or like it's like you have to do this or else i mean, like it is yeah it, it there's a nuance here yeah, definitely. Because it's not like, you know, when you get hungry, you can feel it in your stomach. Mm-hmm. You don't get anything like that. You do, however, get the mental hunger, like the mental famine of like, like if you go, you have to go a pretty long time actually, because the, the hunger pain kicks in for like, if you haven't eaten in a while, you get hungry and that usually is what does it. Are you talking about metaphorically not not giving into a craving, or are you talking about actually being hungry? Uh, the different, yeah, I guess that's confusing. So there is a difference between being hungry for food and craving nicotine, and being hungry for food, you actually experience the physical feeling of your stomach being empty, yeah, and your stomach kind of aching a little. That doesn't happen if you haven't had a cigarette in a couple days. Right. Well, also, I mean, ultimately, you'll still feel hungry forever. I mean, granted, you're if you're fasting, that hunger might go away or you might get used to it. But if you don't eat, you're going to continue to feel hungry uh, until you either eat or you die, ultimately. No, um, actually. Uh, if you fast for longer than a few days, that insatiable feeling supposedly goes away. Yeah, but you do need to physically eat at some yeah, point. Yeah, or you'll die. The, yeah. Your body's um, request for you to eat may take different forms, but, you know, whereas the craving would go away if you don't give into it within, like, 20 minutes, typically. Yeah. So. Yeah, and not even 20. It's like, if you, when you're quitting smoking and you're going through a withdrawal, uh, time distortion is a real thing, so it'll feel like an eternity, but it's really been at most five minutes mm-hmm. before the withdrawal subsides. Yeah. Uh, so anyone out there looking to quit, I highly encourage it. It's interesting. I remember when it's like if you feel the craving and you don't give into it, but you just sit there. I guess it's like your brain threatening you, like I said, where like you have to or else, but it kind of is like you don't consciously think I'm going to die, but part of you is like, what w- will happen? Like, I, what what's actually going to happen? I don't know. Yeah. And, and nothing happens, actually. I always got the dumbest line of logic that would bubble up in my head yeah. was, if I don't smoke, I'm never going to smoke again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what you're trying to achieve. But you're, you're, the part of your brain that's like the addictive pathways is like, in but, your, but need... It's in your logical cortex, so it can fuck with your ability to reason. Yeah, you're like, I'm intentionally quitting smoking so I don't smoke again. And the addictive part of your brain is like, but then you're not going to smoke again, and we have to smoke again. Yeah, and you're exactly. like, but I don't want to. And it's like, but you have to. <laughs> I'm... If you don't do this, you're not going to do this. Yeah, and we that's what we do. We smoke. <laughs> you and me, we're smokers. We're smokers. Buddy. <laughs> So light up, Jack. <laughs> Why don't you celebrate 30 days off cigarettes oh by, with a cigarette? Oh, my God. That is the fucking worst. That was the, one of the hardest things was having to find a new way to reward myself. Besides uh, rewarding yourself with the thing that you had given up. Yeah. I have turn, turned to Hershey's Kisses. That it might explain my weight gain. Reward yourself with a kiss. A Hershey's Kiss.
a small drop of chocolate, of milk chocolate. Yummy yama. When you could reward yourself with a carrot. <laughs> Fuck that. I'll go back to smoking before carrots. Reward yourself with like a push up. <laughs> you're demented. I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're I'm trying you're to saying this to hurt me. I'm trying to give you healthier things. Reward yourself with a tall glass of water. <laughs> I have always enjoyed water. Yeah. Though that, like, I might overhydrate. I like rewarding myself a lot. And you'll be one of those, like, very, very, very rare people that gets hospitalized for too much water. Yeah. They're like, your electrolytes are all fucked up. And you're you, like, oh, yeah, I've, I've drank, you've like... you urine in your blood. <laughs> you're like, well, that's totally unrelated to the, lo- the amount of water that, I drank. That's just from the, me vaccinating myself with urine. <laughs> you're like, I'm self-vaccinating against COVID-19. I'm doing a vaccine trial on myself with my own urine. <laughs> They're like, don't do that. You're like, <laughs> too late. You're like, too late. I, too late. I'm doing it now. <laughs> you pull out like syringes you brought to the hospital. You keep shooting yourself. <laughs> they t- they take your arms and they tie them to the bedposts and then they put you in the psych ward. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> He's that harm to himself. And others. And others. <laughs> going up to people on the street and injecting, injecting them with, with the... my urine. Ew. That would be so God, that's horrifying. A... That is actually disgusting. That is... Wow, we went too far. You did this. Well, you're the one doing it. I'm, <laughs> you're I'm the one to who... myself. You're the one who Where are you getting all this urine anyway? Idea. Where are you getting these syringes? All the water I drink. <laughs> you're getting these syringes on the internet? That's, is that I'm where you're buying? getting them from junkies. Oh great! Now they're now you're injecting yourself with like hepatitis HIV like syringes and urine and urine. Great. <laughs> Want a kiss? Turns out you're not immune to COVID nineteen, but you do have hepatitis C. God. Anyway, this bit is creepy. <laughs> this bit has become creepy. We put an explicit warning on every. Um, episode it's for this bit it's for things like this and also the rampant swearing the once in future horrible bit that we do yeah well fortunately the people creating the vaccines are using a little bit better science than let's see what happens if we inject urine into people (laughs) or bleach (laughs) bleach urine oh speaking of uh, today uh the day that we are recording this so a week ago on the day that we published this is the first day that they are shipping the vaccine correct tomorrow they're going to start giving vaccines in the u.s into people's bodies i'm excited it's happening yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens i i have to assume it's going to stop the transmission even though they say they're like well there's no evidence that it reduces transmission I'm like well it kind of has to right if yeah. it if it prevents you from getting the virus it prevents you from creating more of it right i mean perhaps your body might, might create be a latent virus on you yeah perhaps your body might while it's defending the virus using the memory that it gained from the vaccine might have some in it and I guess theoretically you could propagate it, but it's obviously going to have to be a lot less than somebody who actually was infected and it was using your body to yeah. create more and more. And that's... I mean, come on, people. That's part of why it's 95% efficient, right? Well, I think it's the ninety, the 5% um, efficacy, like, you know, lack is that maybe 5% of the people who get the vaccine will still get COVID-19. Right. Potentially. I mean, um, you know. Like, at that point, though, 5% is fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. If 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 it were... If you could get, like, even if only, like, half the people got it, and so there's only, like, close to half, 45% that were immune, I mean, that would just cut down on transmission. Extreme. Oh, it would kill transmission. Yeah, yeah. Like, if we could get everyone on board taking this vaccine... Yeah. Which is a pipe dream these days. But if we did... Well, I keep saying, too, like, and what they really should do, in my opinion, is when they're going into a hospital or one of those settings where they're vaccinating people priority wise because there's only a limited number the people who've had covid might you know maybe not need to get the vaccine right away um if there's not enough and then everyone's like well we don't know if those people can be immune to it if if there's immunity and i'm like there has to be otherwise the vaccine's not going to (laughs) work yeah (laughs) it has to work a little like the people who've had it have to be able to be immune to it 
um, based on the memory of having had it. Well, otherwise, otherwise it's just HIV. Otherwise, the vaccine itself isn't going to work. Right. All I'm saying is if you have like 3,000 people and you have 1,500 vaccines, why don't you give it to the people among that 3,000 who haven't already had COVID? Many of which probably have because they're in like yeah. you know, a high-risk setting. But whatever. Or, I mean, or you do you. Uh, vaccine distributors you do, you do you it's gonna be nurses and old people first which is cool yeah although i'm just like these old people many of them are gonna get it and they're just gonna die of unrelated things soon and i'm like you're wasting this vaccine you just died like in oh, a nursing homes God. people people mostly die in like three or six months they they're very they don't live there very long so yeah but you know that's a pretty uh you know I know I have some pretty authoritarian views, but that one's that one's <laughs> no, pretty. No, I'm not up saying we there. should leave them to die. I'm just saying if in the very first batch, I don't know. I think they should give it to the, <laughs> the staff. Might be better because the staff are the ones bringing in yeah from outside. Well, I think that it that's like the, yeah. you know it's like staff nurses yeah like take care of the old folks' homes and yeah. then like spread out to like. At re- more less and less at risk right it, well, it should be like combination of risk level and like your role as a vector vector does that mean we should just keep shooting rudy giuliani with vaccines well now he's should be immune i mean since he's had it it's true so he doesn't get one that's under my s- scheme he doesn't get it till if he wants to get a recreational one after he's already been immune from the virus, he can go ahead after everyone else has After it. everyone else has yeah, it. Yeah, but I don't think he should get it. Back now. of the line, Rudy. Yeah. He's so... He didn't die from COVID, did he? He's alive, isn't he? Uh, as far as I know. As far as... Uh, okay. As of this recording. Okay. Well, you know, things happen. <laughs> or 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 things things don't happen. Or yeah, or things don't. Things yeah. tend not to. Things tend not to happen. Sometimes. Sometimes they do. Well, people will be getting vaccines, then I think the wave will go down in combination with the natural course of waves and combination with the vaccine. So good. Yeah. Maybe we can move to, on to our next nightmare. Yay. I'm sick of this fucking nightmare. <laughs> Let's actually address the police brutality issue instead of sweeping it under the rug. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll work on that next. Yeah. We'll maybe see. there's a vaccine for stupidity. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I wish there was. <laughs> Urine. That's just like eugen- <laughs> eugen- eugenics is what you're talking about right now. <laughs> that's just like going that's just hitler like first wave it's not (laughs) hitler americans invented eugenics you're right actually hitler was like i really like these american philosophies he he did i'm gonna take all of the worst things that came from america and build a nation around it yeah he he was very impressed he like studied the american eugenics movement and was like this is awesome like i totally agree i'm gonna like base this like i'm going to integrate this into my philosophy and then during the 30s a lot of rich americans were like i love this guy he's anti-communist i'm gonna fund him and then they did and then we ended up fighting him we made a whoopsie (laughs) then we ended up sending a bunch of people over to die killing him and his um army that we had helped build yeah sounds a lot like the taliban Sounds a little bit like that, yeah. America has a bad problem with funding people that we wind up hating. Yeah. And then it's like... It's almost like we should stop doing it. <laughs> so, but hey, if... Christ. But you know what? If you're one of the ones funding them and you're making a bunch of money, and later on it's other people who are going to die for it, I'm fuck ju- it. I'm just waiting for the day that we have to fight Israel. Oh, I'm After gonna, we give them like a thousand nukes, I'm going to be in a awkward position as a U.S. citizen, but former, <laughs> former like general in the Israeli army. Uh, your handgun shooter. I'm going to be like a triple agent. Yeah, you're just going to have to live out in the woods. I'm really working for like Thailand's national security agency, yeah. but I'm I'm playing the U.S. and Israel off each other. This reminds me of that episode of Community where the dean just starts conspiring with everyone, and he it stops being a conspiracy and starts him just doing random things <laughs> yeah 
That's a way to throw people off. <laughs> Just be crazy. If you're being followed by like the FSB, former KGB, CIA, NSA, uh, whatever the you know the Israeli like intelligence agency is, the Kravma dudes, the Kravma dudes, the KMDs, then you just start being wildly unpredictable yeah, you just strip naked pee straight up into the air you take off all your clothes while doing it you take off all your clothes and put on a um sasquatch uniform well i was gonna say put on a um joker mask there we go and just walk around and dance and dance that's just you being a clown in the woods dancing is one of those like terrifying things in the middle of the street oh see i think it'd be scarier in the middle of the woods okay imagine seeing a clown in the middle of the city dancing that's one that's that's a that's a special kind of terrifying but well it's actually they're just busking right they're just buskers or they're you know they just need heroin or something i don't know they were just like unable to access mental health care but now imagine this in the woods oh yeah i think i've seen this like horror movie (laughs) (laughs) it's It's like blair witch project meets fear of clowns it meets yeah it meets like it yeah anyway the blair witchet the blair witchet oh witchita fear of the blair witchet <laughs> clown this is that's this is such a tortured name cujo <laughs> fear of the blair witchet clown cujo <laughs> slash the shining. from the black lagoon yeah from the black all right folks that is our show okay i think is it yeah all right well that went pretty quick yeah yeah didn't it it was good for me was it good for you yeah it was good for me i enjoyed it you want to do this again sometime sure maybe next week okay yeah i'll see if my schedule is (laughs) clear i think it will be (laughs) maybe not i don't know i'm making a joke i'm making funny with our words maybe you can pencil it in yeah maybe we can go to that place the ca- place with the calendars yeah and buy one yeah pencil well, i'm in. at the cafe but sure okay let's go to a cafe and steal a calendar the, the greatest heist <laughs> just going at gunpoint you just steal their schedule ha now who's making the macchiatos <laughs> yeah just going at gunpoint and rob them of paper products and stationery oh god heist of the scent this is the perfect crime because who's going to be like they stole our paper actually you know what if you didn't rob them at gunpoint but you just sent, gave them a note that said um, give, me. give me your calendar and they gave it to you is it even a crime a b it's not even the calendar value is five dollars yeah right it's like at worst you're gonna get like a 500 dollars fine prosecute me i'm not waiving my right to a speedy trial and i want a jury trial i dare you prosecute me do it you won't do it you won't and i got a free calendar out of it (laughs) you should bring the calendar to the trial yeah and like cross off the days on how long the trial is i'm gonna represent myself (laughs) and i'll be like your honor i took the lsat i'd like to i'd like to introduce this calendar as evidence this calendar clearly shows that a long number of days since my arrest have gone by and this trial has not been speedy move to dismiss the charges your honor <laughs> and then they're like no i'm like objection <laughs> it'll you you'll just be held in contempt i think i think that would happen yeah yeah and then they'll be like fuck the jury and then i'll get like giuliani to be my lawyer god i'll be like this guy's crazy what are you gonna do now <laughs> i don't know have you seen him in action lately i don't think i'd trust him as a lawyer this guy's like a bat lawyer with rabies bat lawyer no 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 bat lawyer this guy's a bat lawyer with rabies and covid i'm definitely getting off i'm definitely gonna be let go fuck this i'll just do my time can i keep them can i keep the calendar i just need something i need something to keep time with it while i'm in jail yeah all right you can you can catch me on twitter at girl and frenzy instagram drawn race underscore on the world wide web breakfast with your friends.com you can email us your questions which we haven't looked at in a while i'm sorry 
um brian at breakfast with your friends.com or connie at breakfast with your friends.com i hope you all have a splendiferous afternoon morning evening night and proceeding and forward days <laughs> henceforth goodbye henceforth and wherewithal and forevermore four score and seven years ago amen amen salve regina bye bye <laughs>